Okay, so with all of the hoopla and drama, quote-unquote drama, surrounding Omarion and his baby mother and his bandmate and their whole thing, he announced on his IG a few days ago that, well, actually he posted Millennium Tour and then with the caption 2020 with a question mark. Now, here's the thing. Here's why I think it's going to work. Because uh, I just don't, I don't understand. They're going to do the same songs again? Is there a new album coming? If there's a new album coming, that makes sense how you could do a reunion tour the next year, the next consistent year. But if there's new album, no new album, are y'all about to do the same songs to like a new arrangement maybe the next year? Um, A lot of artists go on tour and perform the same music, artists from back in the day. So this is why I see that this could work for them. Um, okay. Yes, it might be a little bit repetitive of, okay, these are old songs or whatever, but hey, there's plenty of ways you can tweak this. You can have a segment of you and uh, of Amarion and um and Bow Wow and the whole Let Me Hold You phase and things like that. The Millennium Tour can be featured, can feature other artists, mm -hmm. you know, in the whole Millennium era. Like, I just feel like it's going to, it can work. You know, will I go? I don't think so. Would but it can work. Destiny's Child be appropriately billed if they were on the Millennium Tour? Would they fit? No. They, they don't fit the Millennium? They're not like yeah, the Millennium Yeah, but group? when I'm thinking Millennium Tour, I'm thinking them. Who's them? I'm just saying groups of the Millennium. Um. Oh, yeah, sure. But I wasn't... I wasn't okay, that's the separate part. My, yeah. my other point is... so. Okay, let's get to the point. Out of everything that's happening with this man dating this other bandmate's baby moms, there's, like, I thought it was like, okay, we're going to finish this tour and be done with it. But they're going to re-up and sign back up and go back up on tour? Who knows? Maybe they'll this replace Fizz. Somebody said replace Fizz with they, Nick Cannon. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> or maybe they just get along. Maybe they just have an understanding. Maybe. Um, I just feel like when it comes to to the money and to the business factor, you have to separate business and personal business and pleasure. To an extent, though. Come on, man. Of course. But when I it comes to I'm this. I'm going to keep going on tour with my baby mamas, he with did my it. bandmate. He who, did it already, though. Yeah, one time. was like, okay, let's get this bag once. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> And people are gonna buy buy tickets, and people are still gonna go. Hey man, no, I can't judge. It's, he's got to live through it. If he can live through it, if he's fine with it. The era of B2K making music nowadays is over, done with. There's no more them making music, and we're gonna listen. No, yeah, it's gonna it's also, actually sound like it's gonna either sound like they're trying to fit in too much with the crowd, or it's gonna sound really dated. I'm and not we don't interested hear in them making new music. I'm more so about. How I don't, the situation about how I don't have to be in the same situation or same room with somebody that I may not like or may not respect, who doesn't respect me. I may not have to, but yet I'm choosing to do it again. That's, a, I mean, I'm, I just find that unique. I'm interested in the details of how that works. I think it's just different now because we know about the beefs and things of that nature, but there's there's sure is band there sure are bands out there who have beefs with one another oh, we just no don't addition. know about it i know it. no addition right. still cutting up. of course you yeah. see and they still made it happen because well, not no more the money well yeah my man my i mean man. but they did they made it happen Before, in, yeah. in the time after yeah. that movie came out they had a solid two three years of see? back out there and then boom yeah back at it again 
Well, let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related that is on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on the way to Lakewood Church to hear your favorite reverends, Kanye West and Joel Osteen, preach about hurricanes, climate change, and being the best artist ever designed by God himself. You can listen to this podcast on the way to make your list for Santa. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way Podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How you doing? I'm great this evening, blessed to be around, alive and well, still ten toes down on this green earth. Um, it is a season for giving in many ways because um, like I just love the holiday season in general. Uh, we have Thanksgiving coming up, and it I always think about the less fortunate. Um, I think about the less fortunate when the weather changes like this. And th- I think about the less fortunate in ways where people might not have a home or somewhere to go to for Thanksgiving or just to be around some family and love. So I just wish for everybody to just have that this holiday season, just have the love, have the warmth um, and the comfort and to get it some way, somehow. Mm. And yeah, I just want everybody to be happy. Right. How are you, Khalil? I'm well. I'm doing well. Um <laughs> I've been I've been kind of I've been kind of disconnected from the world. I don't really know what's going on with these impeachment hearings. I just get home and see what's happening. But I'm in, in play rehearsal, um, just kind of isolated, diving into Christmas music. So it's been Christmas since November fifth, and that's great. Uh, I'm but I'm really enjoying working as a music director. That's the craziest thing. It's like being able to write these songs and then seeing creation come to life the yeah. next day is is um and getting to teach people is a it's a blessing. Um for doing, doing it for church is one thing cuz you have to teach people other people's songs and I still get to learn music, but this time when I do this kind of music directing I get to literally have to take pen to pencil to paper, print out the charts and like circle in, draw the notes, sit at the piano and do one at a time to make sure that the all three parts sound good and then get to distribute them to people and work on them. And it's really cool. It's a blessing. Um, yeah. And I just had, I had a lot of peace this week. There's I'm a late person and I really have been striving to be on time. And like, you know, that anxiety that you get, like when you're trying to like hustle somewhere, but like, mm-hmm. oh, like, oh, I'm not going to make it. But, and <laughs> it really got bad because after a while I just stopped caring. I was like, oh, when I get there, I get there. But, right. but now, um, not with this though, but I really just made an effort and there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no peace like knowing you're exactly where you're supposed to be, exactly when you're supposed to be there. Not like literally, like literally like on time. Right. Like, I did my job. 
I did it well. I went home. I came and I delivered again. And now nobody can discredit me. I see. Nobody can discredit me. You can't. I, I can't give anybody a reason to discredit me because I was late. Right. It just feels like the icing on the cake. So I feel great. That's what's up. Yeah, thanks, man. All right. Let's get into the weekly playlist. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every Wednesday. This week, we've got Destination by Rocky Fresh, Chicks Tape 5 by Tory Lanez, Underrated by Partisan Fontaine, and the Queen and Slim soundtrack by various artists. This week from my first album, I had Underrated by Partisan Fontaine, also known as Party. Uh, he's also a producer and songwriter. He's worked with other artists like Neo, Adele. I didn't know that. I looked up. I looked that up this week. Uh, Kanye West, and of course Cardi B. You may know him best from his song "Backing It Up," featuring Cardi B, right. which is featured on the album. Uh, he's from Newburgh, New York, and he's been working with Cardi for a while. Whenever she did interviews about her album, she would always talk about her working relationship with working relationship with Partisan. I remember. Mm-hmm. And now, after signing his own Atlantic Records contract, he's here with his debut album. Cardi makes no secret that she collabs sometimes when she writes her songs, and when you hear Partisan rap, his influence in her music becomes really clear. I can easily hear him playing reference tracks of her, of uh, uh, reference tracks for her of songs he made for himself and passing them on, and also of songs that he rapped on and custom made just for her. Um, I think you can really hear, hear, I think you can really hear his own style and creativity shine on songs like uh, "Not There Yet," "Take It Down" featuring Offset, "Shea Butter," which sample ODB, and I was automatically hooked. And Peach featuring City Girls. This week I had Chicks Tape 5 by Tory Lanez. We covered a few of his projects in the past for our weekly playlist, but never one of his Chicks Tapes. I heard a few tracks from his Chicks Tape 4, which released a few years ago, um, and those are kind of my few favorites from him. Um, These mixtapes that he releases are him tweaking old songs, adding his own lyrics, and possibly leaving a sample of the original song for reference. Weeks before the release of this tape, he posted a photo of him on Instagram in what people would, from the early 2000 era, would call, like, fashion, with the caption explaining that Chicks Tape 5 features pop- popular music from 2000 to 2006. Mm-hmm. Not only did he do that, but he had the artists from the, others, from the songs featured, which I thought was, like, a clever idea. Right, right. All right, so <clears throat> a few of my favorites. I loved Love Ya Gal, Love Songs featuring The Dream. If You Got a featuring Fabulous, um, okay. which had him using 
whatever music effect that Tori uses on his voice. I thought that was cool. Um, still waiting featuring Chase songs. Room 112 featuring only Slim and Nice of 112. The Cry featuring Mario. Um, Beauty and the Benz featuring Snoop Dogg. The that Trade yeah. featuring Jagged Edge and JD. And the song I probably paid the most was Jerry Sprunga featuring T-Pain. Overall, I enjoyed the spin he had on these records, and I definitely caught the nostalgic vibes um, and the feel of what he was trying to give us. Yeah, I really liked the um, Beauty and the Benz. I thought that was a good remix of Beautiful. And the fact that he was able to get Snoop on that and then mm-hmm. followed it up with another Snoop sample uh, with um, Let's Get Blown. Mm-hmm. That was really dope. I really liked the way he chopped that up. This week for my second album, I had Destination by Rocky Fresh. Rocky is a 28-year-old Chicago native and similar to Stiley from two weeks ago, also a former signee of Maybach Music. He's released his debut mixtape in 2009 and after a long musical journey has arrived 10 years later with his debut album with Chatham Recordings and Rostrum Records. He's got features on here from Aaron Ray, 24 Hours, Casey Veggies, and Chris Brown. This week, I was really just out here looking for new music, um, and sometimes I think it's best when you it comes from people you're unfamiliar with so that you're right. like pleasantly surprised. In a world of mumble rap and auto-tune rap, Rocky is pretty authentic and original, which automatically makes him stand out. Uh, his delivery is chill and effortless. He's really transparent and has great storytelling skills, which is evident on songs like Too Late featuring Aaron Ray. And on Round Here, he can compete with the likes of Travis Scott and give you radio bops. Same thing with Maria, which I thought was a great match of, um, which I thought was a good match of a great soulful hip hop beat combined with combined with an awesome flow. I'ma upgrade you to a beamer. Know it from the moment that I seen you. Underlay, underlay, mama ea. Underlay, underlay, mama ea. You told me that your name is Maria. I know that you've been looking like a keeper. Know what I mean? You be the receiver. Underlay, underlay, mama ea. Right to do, nigga put in life for you. It's gun draws, we don't fight for you. Got the right to move. Baby, you just made it out of school. You got the crib. That you just want to ride out to. You really just want to get in the car and throw it on and ride. I'm um, looking forward to hearing more from him. For my second album this week, I had the highly anticipated soundtrack from the movie Queen and Slim. Um, for those who don't know, Queen and Slim opens in theaters officially November 27th, starring Daniel Kaluuya and Jody Tor- Turner Smith. If you have not caught the trailer, please check it out. Um, it gives me Bonnie and Clyde, ride or die, love story based off of a first date, turning into some kind of revolution, and I honestly can't wait. I kind of knew the soundtrack would be funky based off the, tra- the trailer, but I never knew that I would enjoy it this much. Mm. Okay, so the first track, Ride or Die, featured Megan Thee Stallion and Vicky Lowe. The Nola-inspired visuals that went along with the song, they just, ugh. I just kept on saying Finna Busted Open like for the rest of the day. Oh, like I just loved it. Um, Bilal 
and Boss. Raphael Sadiq gave us a remix we ain't even deserve with Soul Sister. Um, I really love when Bilal makes that like cat meow voice that he does, and I just feel like it adds like a certain touch to every song. Um, the lyrics showing how dedicated you can be to someone in your love, featuring Six Lack, uh, Ben Six Staples, Lack. and Mariba, was so beautiful. Um, Kalai turning into a beautiful disaster with Earth Gang and Tiana Major. And like I was listening to this album without looking at who was featured or who was like next on the song because mm. um, I wanted to be surprised. So I screamed when I heard Sid's falsetto on Getting mm. Late. Um, the title track, Queen and Slim, with BJ the Chicago Kid and Coast Contra. I never heard of Coast Contra before, but I liked um, the collab between him and BJ. Mm. Uh, Frame featuring... Featuring Choker reminded me of throwback Frank Ocean, but he added his own spin on it. And it also was like low-key a great instrumental to cry to. I don't know. It just gave me those kind of vibes. Mm -hmm. um, Little Baby was singing his heart out on Catch the Sun. Um, and I loved when they spot up. They sp I love when um, it turned into a more upbeat um, soundtrack towards the ending. When you listen to Money Baby, My Baby featuring Burna Boy. Um, the Far Side sample, and also one of my favorite songs by Far Side, Running, was used on Running Away featuring Blood Orange mm. um, with Ian Isaiah and Jason Ars. But you know what surprised me? Because the most, because like I said, I wasn't even list, like looking at who was featured or whatever. What surprised you? Was Guard in the Gates featuring Miss Lauren. I was about to say. Where you going to? What you running from? What you going through? Where you coming from? What you going through? Where you coming from? Everybody, everybody wants to know what you're gonna do. Where you going to? Cause they wanna come. Where I'm showing you, yes, they wanna come. Where I'm showing you, all that you can be is a spectacle. Following after every single miracle. Watch the marvel act, all the joy you have. But they're so important to have all the joy you have. What a tragedy. You can laugh at me, you can laugh at me, but I'm in love, yes I'm in love, don't you wish you had me in love, yes I'm in love. Love I love this soundtrack up and down, Shout so excited to see the movie. I'm jealous of those who got to see it already. I know it was bomb. I know they put their own spin on it. I know they killed it. So Shout I'm happy. out to Title for being the streaming platform to actually have Guarding the Gates featured on the album. The other ones, it was Yeah, not, it was a separate. It was blacked out. It's not part of the album. Like, you can't click on it in the album. Mm -mm. I mean, you can still listen to it, but it's like a separate. Song. Yeah. This week for our honorable mentions, we had Parked Car Convos by Cash Page and None of Your Concern, the single by Janae anymore. None of your concerns Is it even worth it at all? Is it even worth it? Is it gonna work anymore? Is it gonna work? Am I being hurt anymore? And now it's time for Music News. 
Alright, so the Wu-Tang Clan, they're going to get their own theme park, which I thought was so interesting. Like, interesting, but, like, I'm happy for them because it goes with their whole theme, their whole, like, they created their own style, and now it's going to get, like, enhanced even more. Where is the park going to be? In Staten Island? Mm-mm. It's going to be in Seoul, Korea. Um, it's actually in the works. Whoa! Mm-hmm. That's how I said. It's actually in the works, um, according to their management. And the deal is apparently under negotiation um, for a concrete opening date. So, I, I, I think I'm kind of excited. Wow. If I get a chance to go out to Korea, I'm trying to, you know, visit, see what's going on. I know people, who, visit, go to, I know people on. who go to Korea who are like really Was it like K-pop. a visit roller coaster? Right. Like, like a like an old old dirty teacup ride, like whatever it is, I'm with it. I'm you know I'm down. That's what's up. I still have to catch the series on Hulu. I heard great things about it. I have not Same. stopped. Yeah, me I'm waiting for like a a snow day or a day where, like I'm forced to just sit in the crib and be idle and I can't go anywhere, to like pick up a a a, a show like that or a movie or something like or catch up or something like that. Word. Um, because I really do want to get into. Um, the series. Same. About their life. Sidebar. TV sidebar. You know what show that I'm waiting to just finish and fi- and fi- have its final episode before I dive in again? No. Um, Annalise and them. Because it's That's just... over. No. Is it done? Well, It's done for is, the season. Yeah, it's done for, for the winter. Season. Yeah, no. I'm just going to wait until next f- But are you spring. caught up? Yeah, I'm caught up. I oh, caught okay. up to this year because I caught up. I spent like a weekend catching up from like mm-hmm. all last season. Right. And it's just too much to follow week by week. You can't. It's, it's not that much to follow. No, week by week, I can't. It's too, leaving me too much on a, ha- a cliffhanger. Then I got to recap all of that. I just need it one episode at a time straight through. And that's the beauty of binging. Kinda. I'm just going to wait for yeah. it to wrap up and just go straight through. Well, not now that you know that spoiler alert, she faked her death. Stop! I didn't know that! (laughs) (laughs) I said I was caught up to this season. I wasn't all the way caught up. (laughs) Thanks a lot. (sighs) I mean, I figured that she wasn't dead. I mean, she's the leader of the show. When you said you're caught up to this season, when you say you're caught up to this season, Khalil. But I mean, I figured. You didn't tell me anything I didn't know. You didn't say, like, I'm not caught up to this episode, the last week. You said this season. So I'm like, okay, well, now you know. (sighs) If it wasn't me, it would have been IG. Anyways. No, I've been avoid. I just (laughs) avoided it. What else is going on in the music world? I should have stopped you when you should spoil (laughs) her. Something in me wanted to know, so I'll let you keep going. Uh, we still don't officially know that, so. Oh, oh now you're telling me more. <laughs> now you're telling me more. <sighs> Moving on. Moving on. This week it was announced that Alicia Keys will return as the host of the 2020 Grammy Awards, which I think is an awesome thing because she did a great job last year. Mm-hmm. You need to fix your body. Oh. <laughs> She said that the first, she said that at first she thought last year was a one-time thing, but when she got the offer again, she didn't hesitate based on the experience she had earlier this year. It wasn't bad. I thought it was great. I mean, last year she started the show with Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, Jada Pinkett, and Michelle Obama. Right. What do you want? And um, I think that because 
I think that um, she did a great job of keeping the energy up, kept the show flowing. I think her being a multi-Grammy winner herself and also having uh, us understanding her style and her understanding of um, music, it gave us a certain, like, you know, familiarity. I think she was on. Like, you got to be you got to be looking at different cameras all the time. You come back from break, you got to be at this camera. Got to be over here changing this, at this outfit, be at this camera, and be, like, personable. And yeah. I thought she did a great job. Well, let's see. Is that the one when she when she's playing the piano pianos. and she said, "Ah, that's the one." <laughs> this is the one where she played two pianos. So I think Bessie Coleman was that. I don't know. No, that's not the lady. Steve Wonder. No, she was honoring a lady oh, okay. who played two pianos. Ah, then, who passed away that year? Yeah, I remember. No, was it that year? Yeah, probably. Yeah. On the way, listeners. Who do you think should host the Grammys next year? Tweet us your thoughts at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. That's my favorite show, girl. I rush here just to take it slow. I've been working all night and now I need it. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day and now I need it. We're back and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. So what's going on this week, Khalil? So this week, uh, Colin Kaepernick decided to go in another direction. He decided to go his own way. He decided to Frank Sinatra the game. After three years of being banned and blackballed from the NFL, last week they decided that they wanted to set up a special workout for him that was going to take place on, that was going to take place this weekend. He didn't find out until last week on Tuesday and uh, that's neither did most of the other teams. I believe out of those 32 teams in the NFL that were invited, 26 showed up. He was he was he was supposed to. It was scheduled for a regular scheduled one man scout, like we talked about last week, and the Atlanta Falcons workout facility. Well, Cap decided 30 minutes before the scheduled workout that he did not feel comfortable signing the waiver, the liability waiver, um, that was going to allow him to participate in the workout. Right. And he wanted to move the location to a high school across town where he would have full access and his team could videotape everything that was going to happen rather than just take the footage that was going to be used from the Falcons workout facility. Right. Why I'm trying to understand why he did this. Um, because part of it is me thinking, okay, I can understand being a little bit paranoid. This team, this league that has blackballed you for three years has now all of a sudden said, okay, you know what? We're going to give you a shot and we're going to give you a try at, and here we go. Kind of seems too good to be true. 
you've got a settlement from them already. You've kind of talked about them and their dealings and, you know, how they haven't treated you well. And now they're just going to give you a workout, um, which is what they should do. But it doesn't seem like it may seem a little bit odd. But and he said and I can understand he said he wanted to use his own receivers like he maybe he didn't want to use people that they would provide because he may throw them a ball and maybe they purposely wouldn't catch it to try right. to you know, make him smear his name. But they said you can use your own receivers here at the Falcons facility. So I don't understand really why he did this. I'm trying to understand his paranoia. It seems like he still would have had some control in the situation. He wouldn't be able to use his cameras, but he would have been able to use the footage and just use that and chop it up anyway. So I don't understand. Um, When it comes to this subject and Cap, um, I feel like this is someone who still did want to play football. At the end of the day, he has still been training, like we mentioned last week. Um... What I'm trying to figure out is what's the next big step or big move to come from him. Um, is it now that you're trying to get back in the league? Are you just trying to prove a point? And if so, what's the point now? What's the because point? Because after, I feel as if after we got the settlement from them, which was, you know, rightfully so. Right. We should have, you know, there should have been different steps taken. Hmm. Now what steps like, are we? Like, like what? Like something different, a different narrative. It was never a hate NFL train, and that was that's that's kind of what what people assumed that Cap was trying to do, like bring awareness. And then now that you know they took me off the team, things of that nature, you know, oh we should blackball, we should do this, we should do X, Y, and Z. It was never that was never like the the major plan in my eyes that he was trying to show. But at the same time, it's like now, well, where are we going as far as your revolution? You have people who followed yeah. you. You have people who rooting for you and things of that nature, what's your next step? I think that there's a link, a, 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 a break in the chain somewhere of like where this thing was hold, was supposed to be headed because I don't think the goal was ever for I don't think he ever wanted people to blackball the NFL. Of course not. But because the NFL blackballed him, right. the people said, okay, we're going to blackball we're gonna, the NFL yeah. because we see that it's racist. Right. So we've identified that it has racist pocket some serious racist tendencies so when they acknowledge and they say we give him a job now do we just say okay we're back okay with the nfl like yes it's good that he has a job now but we've identified a bigger problem as black people with the nfl some of us not all sure but i mean it's it's been exposed mm-hmm. so now that it's been exposed and he has a job again do we as black people say all right well uh, we can turn the NFL on again, or are we still like, hey? Exactly. What's the next step? Well, this week for my Queen Spotlight, oh, I wanted to shine a weeks. beautiful, beautiful, bright Whoa. light on seven-year-old Blue Ivy Carter. Yeah. The oldest child of Beyonce and Jay-Z. She just won a 2019 BET Soul Train Award for her work on Brown Skin Girl. How old is she? Um, she's only seven. Seven years old winning Soul Train Awards. Now, this song is featured on The Lion King's wow. um, The Gift album that was released over the summer. Yes, and it is. it's honestly one of my favorites and one of the songs that just stand out. It's beautifully written. And of course, you can hear her vocals on it. Um, yep. It just. 
what I like to see things like this because not only because she's she's a child of a celebrity, but to show how she's following in her parents' footsteps in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does have talent. I mean, this is the same girl who said everything is shaka, everything is flaka, and mm-hmm. boom, shaka laka, boom, mm-hmm. and it had us bopping, and we were like, mm-hmm. huh, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not only just you know right. her specifically, but it's other offsprings. You have, for example, um, Willow Smith and Jaden Smith mm-hmm. from their parents, um, and how they're on tour right now, and how they're just amazing artists, and they're just individuals themselves. Um, Khaled put his son um, on as to be one of the executive producers on his album, but I'm pretty sure in a few years, when he gets a little older, he'll be putting a little bit more of a spin of his taste on music and things of that nature. So it's just good to see the next generation coming out, shining, and doing what they do. What if Assad just wants to be a mechanic? I mean, hey, he'll probably be the best that he can be. Right. I, uh, he'll be the best whatever he decides whatever to he be. decides yeah um i think that i think beyonce saint john and Wizkid did the thing did the damn thing right in this song i think it right. was an automatic anthem um and to add blue ivy to that list um i think that they the fact that they emphasize and promote and encourage her creativity yeah as a kid is so awesome and I'm really interested. I don't like I don't think that they're pushing her to become an artist. I think that she just naturally does things and they're like, hey, yeah. all right. Let's use this. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's dope. Um, yeah. And we recorded. We did. We covered that song this summer with the gig that you helped set up for us at Baby's All Right. We'll put up on We'll put it up on the Instagram as an ode to Blue Ivy. On the way, listeners. What are your thoughts on Colin Kaepernick declining and setting up his own NFL workout session? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Stop giving unambitious people access to you. Mm. Well, you see, sometimes I don't want ambitious people around me. Sometimes I just want chill and relaxed people around me, people who don't want anything of me who don't want me to do something need me to help them i mean i love to do all those things but sometimes it's just cool to have people you can relax around but i also like people who like to do things for themselves who are ambitious to get things done on their own Mm -hmm. who don't wait for me who don't you know wait for something else or somebody else to get them started right and i think that that's really healthy to have those kind of people around you i think it helps your spirit of 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 getting up and doing and going and being entrepreneurial and ambition ambition is 
it, you know, it's a double-edged sword. It can be good. It can be bad. You can be overambitious and overshoot it and think it's all about you and just try to get everything for yourself. <clears throat> and then you can be motivated for a cause. And I think that that's when you know your motivation, that's the best kind of ambition. What I took from this quote is um, when you're on your, when you're focused, you need other people around you that are on the same level or you don't need anyone around you because um, if you're someone who's easily distracted, having someone who's not as focused or somebody who just wants you to relax or would rather you do the opposite of what you're already doing and, and, and where you're headed, um, that can slow you down. It's great to know when to rest and to be idle and things of that nature. But if you have somebody around you who all the, who at all times just wants you to do that and doesn't want you to, you know, progress and doesn't want you, just wants you to chill because they're chilling and wants you to stoop to their level, um, you're not going to get to where you want to go. So you have to know when to cut those people off or have those, you know, have, be in the moment with those people at their own time. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people can look at that as, oh, you're acting funny because, or you want to hit me up because of this or things like that. And it's like, no, I'm on my own journey, whether it's mental and physical or spiritual, and you're not really on the same path. And I don't want to talk down to you or to look down on you or anything of that nature. So instead, I'll let you do you how you're doing, and I'm going to continue how I'm continuing. And when we meet up, we'll meet up. That's it. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. And you can find my music streaming on all your platforms, Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, under Khalil Daniel. You can also see me performing live next month, December 4th through the 21st, at at Classical Theater of Harlem's A Christmas Carol in Harlem, where I am acting and the music director. And you can also see us. Oh, no, this will already have happened by yesterday. Maybe some of y'all came and saw us at Harlem Lights in Harlem, where we, you know performed one of my original songs as a cast and we lit up the official holiday lights on 125th street oh if you're looking for me you can find me on instagram and on twitter at sylvie jones s-y-l-v-e-e-j-o-n-e-s on my fit page at sweat by v s-w-e-a-t-b-y-v-e-e my fitness advice for you this week is to make sure that um you choose a or you choose or you bring a healthy option next week to dinner oh. for Thanksgiving. Oh, with the fat and anything, because I'm going to go in, but I will Whatever you choose. have something healthy, too. Mm-hmm. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our website. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, and on our website at Instinct, E-N-T.com slash On The Way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, and let us know what you think of the show. Thank you for the, thank you for those of you who really have left comments. We have some comments on there. Some some people I've never met before. Thank you so much. <laughs> Amen. All right. See you guys next week. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.